What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Chris Colbert, one of boxing's most vibrant stars. A fighter whose swag is on a hundred. He's ready to put on a show live from Sin City. The hand speed, the technique, the combinations. But undefeated Hector Garcia won't go down without a fight. This is brutal. Chris Colbert versus Hector Garcia, headlining an exciting night of boxing live from Las Vegas. It's prime time on Showtime, baby. One dollar can't get you much these days, but DraftKings Sportsbook is here to change that. The last offer from DraftKings Sportsbook is just too good to pass up. New customers can bet just one dollar on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. We got the Suns playing the Pelicans Friday night at home. That's what I would do if I was a gambler. You heard it first here. New customers bet just one dollar on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if your pick hits. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on the NBA with the same game parlays. Combine multiple bets for the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code SMOKE. Bet just $1 on any pro basketball team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code SMOKE at DraftKings Sportsbook. Both of y'all go back to the locker room with them handprints and figure out what powder what powder had to tell y'all. Cause that's powder. Um, now nutter. I know. I don't know now nutter. I don't know what that shit say, but it sounds good when you should, when you say it. Welcome back to What's Burning Jack NBA All Star Weekend in Cleveland just concluded. We're gonna review the weekend. Uh, yep. First, we're gonna start with the rising stars. A lot of young talent in this game, man. Who are you most? Um, excited about moving forward to watch. I mean, his confidence should be coming, should be real high coming out. I know his confidence was high coming in, but Evan Mobley, after every, yeah. after after the, after the way the weekend went for him, I think he should come out uh, ready to keep his team in, in playoff contention and and really finish the uh, regular season off on a good note. Man, really skilled, big. He definitely showed his skill in the skill contest. Um, like him, I really like Kay Cunningham. 
You know, he got off to a late start. I don't know how many games he missed um, to start the season off, but super skilled, could do it all, 6-7. He's just playing in Detroit. Uh, but big mm-hmm. fan of him. And then obviously, the, you know, the, the normal suspects, you know, I, I love LaMelo, Anthony Edwards, um, yep. those guys. But, again, man, a lot of young talent coming down the pipeline. Thoughts on a lackluster, I'll put it to you that way, Slam dunk contest. That's what I thought about it. Hot air. Hot air. Hot air. Waste of time, bro. Waste of time. I was disappointed. I really thought, you know, with Jalen Green and and, and they had some boys in there coming to jump uh, that could really jump. I just didn't really... Maybe we're getting old, man. Like the whole Tim thing, it didn't really. I mean, that's some New York. I can see if you were in New York with that shit, that might have, you know, what I mean, that might have repped. But I didn't really get that. Uh, Jaden Green's first time, his first dunk, he was trying to get down. He missed several times. He could have just kind of understood the process and made that his final dunk. Uh, Obi Toppin wasn't really dunking hard. He was obviously the one to clean, having the cleanest dunk because he had that jumping over someone around the back. That shit is tough. But he wasn't really hammering them hoes down. And then uh, who was the other contestant? I forgot. From Golden State. From Golden State. Oh, yeah. Uh, Juan Toscano Anderson. That's the little homie. But, yeah, it was yeah, it was disappointing, to say the least. But congrats uh, to, to – Way uh, better dunks in the games than the dunk contest. Yeah, straight up. But congrats to Obi Topham, you know, getting your first dunk contest. But, yeah, whoever's in it next year, man, y'all got to come with it because I kind of feel like Aaron Gordon and, and Zach Levine put the bar so high um, that anything under that is not acceptable now. Who is someone you would like to see in the dunk contest, Jack, before we go to our next uh, Zion, segment? Zion, John Morant, Russ Westbrook, guys like that, some of the stars, some of the big-name guys. I think the reason why the, the slam dunk contest was so was, – was, was something that everybody had to see is because you had the best players in the league, and they, was, they, and they were doing angry dunks. They weren't going under trying to be pretty. You know, they were, they, 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 they were putting the passion into the dunk contest, and, and it was the star players. It wasn't just guys, you know, the sixth, seventh man on the team. So they got to get back to that. Three-point contest. Cat was talking going into the contest that he was going to win it. He feels like he's one of the best big men shooters ever. Um, and he went in and backed it up and set a record in the final round with 29. So thoughts on what Carl uh, Anthony Towns was able to do, uh, the first big man to win it since Kevin Love in 2012. We was texting, and I called it. I told, I told you Cat had it. the set shot. I always feel like the people with the set shot got the best chance yeah. of winning the three-point yeah. contest because it's easy to get off. They don't jump as much. And uh, he had the perfect shot, and he, he's 6'11". So, like I said, I felt guys with the set shot that can shoot. And he, like you said, he came in real confident, saying he want to be uh, in talks with the best big man shooter with Dirk and the rest of those guys. So uh, winning the three-point contest is a big step for him. Who's your – this is putting you on the spot. Who's your top three – Big man shooters in the game. Top three big man shooters in the game or ever? In the game. Ever. Ever. Okay, ever. I'm going Dirk Nowitzki. I'm going uh, Sam Perkins. Ooh, you went throwback. And I'm going Embiid. Embiid. Embiid's got a wetter. Super wetter, and he could play with that thing. Is Kevin Love considered a big? Yeah, he is, he is, but like, uh, I just couldn't put him in the. T- Man, I put him in my yeah, top five, six. I'm not, not mad. Three, I was though. just asking. I'm not mad. I'm yeah, just asking, yeah. Just asking. He up there. 
Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry took over and ran the show, which I love because him and Draymond were still getting booed throughout the weekend, which really just shows, you know, you're doing your job. But he definitely shut them up, although it was just an all-star game. 50 points, Jack, 16 threes. And what's more important, he was the first player to take the inaugural Kobe Bryant MVP trophy um, home. What did you think about what he was doing out there? I just want to ask Cleveland something. How much did y'all pay Steph to come to y'all studio and drop that hot 16? Mm, man. He gave y'all 16 bars. I'm talking about fire, Lil Wayne, before hitting the lighter before he rapped bars. Man, y'all better stop booing that, man. That's what y'all get on fire, bro. I'm talking about I was – I enjoyed the game, but just seeing him shoot like that, bro, it, it, it was perfect. Seeing Braun hit the game with a shot, all that was perfect, man. But Steph came to play. Uh, the first, if, if I had to pick somebody to be the first one to receive the Kobe Bryant trophy, dog, you know, you can pick a better person. Yeah, no, he definitely went out and did his thing. And like I said, I mean, credit to the fans because it probably lit the fire under him. You know what I mean? And, and it's the reason why he went out and shot them 16-3. So he put on a great show. I mean, the way he was shooting, the, the distance, the confidence he had when he was just shooting that bitch and turning around and it was going in. It was just, it was a perfect situation. And then it couldn't have been more perfect for Braun to hit the, uh, a tough, one-footed uh, fall away with, with, with Embiid running at him and, and Zach Levine on him um, for game. Same um, corner. Same corner MJ hit over Sean yes. Marion, just different way, well, just a different way. The, the different shoulder, the different turn. I was thinking the exact same thing when Braun, and knowing Braun's smart ass, he was probably thinking the same shit too. Like, this is where, MJ <laughs> right. hit, this is where MJ hit the shit. I'm going to hit it from here too, but man, great shot. What a, what a perfect way to end uh, the All-Star game in his hometown, which leads me to the next thing, Jack. He's left the door open to re- possibly returning to Cleveland, and he's also said that his last year – he wants to play with Bronny. Let's let's break both those down. First, uh, the possibility of him riding out in the sunset in Cleveland. What do you think about that? I think that's dope. I think uh, all the teams that since when he said that, all teams are paying attention to trying to get in position to draft Bronny just so they can get a little <laughs> taste of Bron. Right. You know, and 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 and, and everything strategic. And Bron know exactly what he's doing. He, the, every uh, going back to Cleveland and retiring with Cleveland, that ain't big for uh, just Braun. That's big for the city of Cleveland. That's big for the organization. So Agreed. if they get a chance to if they get a chance to draft their son, that's crazy. And Braun yeah. coming back there, like that's all that makes sense. All that's good for the organization. All that's good for the league. I mean, any basketball player man in this world say they they didn't wish they was in Braun's shoes, be able to play with their son. They're lying. So Braun, yeah. do it your way. I think that shit's super dope. First and foremost, do it your way, bro. He can do whatever the fuck he wants uh, coming down to the end of his career. And like you said, strategic, Jack, because if you think about it, this Cleveland team is going to be good for the next few years. So if Bronny is able to make that jump, they're probably going to be like a later first round, you know, team to be able to pick. So like you said, it could all line up perfectly. On the flip side, you know, being a father of kids that that play basketball, I can only imagine what it's like to have to be LeBron's son. So when you hear your dad saying like, yo, my last year is going to be with my son's first year, you know, my my son's, you know, first season in the league. How much pressure does that put on Bronny? It's a lot of pressure. I mean, you know, we have pressure on our sons, and we're not even close to being LeBron James. You know, our our sons hear it. You know, even when I go to my son games sometimes, you know, it makes him feel uncomfortable. So I can imagine the pressure that's on Bronny. But at the end of the day, 
Um, I, I, I know all these kids would rather have this pressure and yep. be our children, you know what I'm saying, and have the lives and, and, and the comfort and the access to the different things. They'd rather have that than not have it. Yeah, no, definitely. I think Bronny is is built for it. You know, he's been able to watch firsthand his whole entire life how his pops move. So anyway, great cap, great weekend. Overall, again, dunk contest needs some work. What do you think about the skills challenge, uh, Jack, with uh, Giannis and his brothers, uh, the Cavs young squad, and then the, uh, the, the, the rookies? Did you like that yeah, format, or would you like to go back to individual guys doing their own thing? I think I think they need to go back doing their own thing. Individual players showing their individual skills and talent. You know, I like I like the twist. Uh, I I, th- I see what they're trying to do with, with adding all the um, the brothers, the uh, <coughs> big brothers, and try to you know make the little brother family thing into a part of it. I get it, but it's uh, you got to remember there's fans watching, there's real basketball fans watching, there's people flying in uh, to to these games. So I think they really want to see the the talented players rise to the top. And uh, I think the skilled players, the guys supposed to be the best in passing and dribbling and all that, they need to be in those contests uh, going against each other. Agreed. I like to switch up, just like you said, you know, something a little different, throw a wrinkle in it. But at the end of the day, you want to see the best uh, in the world doing what they do, you know, for, for the fans. So uh, overall, Cleveland All-Star, solid. Jack, they had the 75 team. Saw MJ. It was crazy. All the MJ moments uh, that he had with individual players, I think, made, you know, obviously that was that's super dope. Uh, You saw Pip wasn't there. Um, Shaq being Shaq. What did you think about the uh, just kind of how they broke down that 75 uh, anniversary team? It's all judged by a lot of people that that have an input on that that didn't play the game. You know what I mean? I just don't think you can have a, a a 75 without Dwight Howard, without Kyrie. You know what I mean? That's just, I just can't see it. So even, you know, Tim Duncan wasn't there either, but even, even you know, guys like Rasheed Wallace, you know, there's some guys, some of those older guys they named in the top 15, 20, man. Uh, bro, man, these those guys would have got punished by some of these guys, Vince Carter and all these guys. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's why I say I don't really pay attention to it. I think as players, we look at it different. You know, it's, it's a lot of guys that we know as shoe-ins, MJ, Braun, and all those guys, Kobe and all, Shaq. We know all those guys belong there, but it's a lot of guys that came that came along in this league, and we look at it different. And uh, But at the, at the end of the day, like you said, it's good to see all those guys, uh, a lot of those older guys still living, being able to enjoy that moment, the top 75. You know, the, the moments with Jordan embracing everybody. I, I, I knew Jordan and, and uh, Magic had that kind of relationship, so that wasn't a surprise to me. But to see, I think the biggest moment was to see him and Braun embrace each other. Uh, I think that was the best moment to me. Yeah, that was dope. And I, you know, when I say what I say w- with all due respect, um, and I agree with you, said I'd like to really know who picks his team. But second, there's a lot of older players, and I said I say this with all due respect because you want to respect the people that paved the way. But I think paving the way is different than actually being one of the best 75 Facts. to ever do it. Like you got to pay respect to the guys that kind of started this gangster shit, you know, all along the way. But I'm looking at some of these players, and I'm like, just like you said, they couldn't survive in the heyday. You know, I'm talking about like the back back in the day players. I think. Um, there's there, there's guys that obviously you need to recognize for you know for, for paving the way, but like you said in 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 the late '80s, '90s, 2000s, up until I don't think they would have been able to do much of anything in, in, in this game because the way it's changed. But again, you want to respect the the, the, the people who came for you, but I don't. Hey, think let's keep it a buck. 
Let's keep it a buck, man. Half the motherfuckers couldn't dribble with both hands. Mm, I mean, if you really want to keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. If you really want to keep it a buck. So, like I said, it's... it's <laughs> Let's keep it a buck. You, you, you want to respect the people that, that paved the way, but I think it's separate from being the actual 75 greatest to ever touch a basketball. Next up on the radar, presented to you by DraftKings, a major hit for our brother, Chris Paul. Uh, fractured thumb can be out six to eight weeks. I think the season, there's only seven weeks left in the season, so most likely gone um, until the playoffs. Let's break this down, then we'll break down the odds on who's still favored. Thoughts about this bad news for Phoenix, Jack? I hate it. I hate it. You know, we CP's our brother, and anytime when our brothers go down, it sucks, man, especially the way he's leading this team, the success he's had last year and carrying over this year. You know, having this success last year, it could have been a little shock to him. But now they know they're one of the best teams in the league. and They know that they could be the best team in the league, and they've been playing like it. I just hate to see them have this setback with, with, with CP being out. But at the same time, this is a chance to, to test Monty Williams. This is a chance to test the young guys on the team. This is also a chance to test Devin Booker. So he can separate himself for a lot of guys. So you got to try to see the positive out of it. But praying for my bro CP, get back soon, bro. Yeah, fucked up situation for CP. What scares me is he's 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 had these hand injuries before, and particularly on this same thumb, and it's on his shooting hand, his main his dominant passing hand. So I just hope he can come back healthy. I, I think a few positives. One for him personally is he's just going to get to rest his legs, and at his his age, I think that's great. Um. But two, this team has built such a cushion. I think they're 48 and 10. They have 24 games left. Correct me if I'm wrong. All they got to do is go 500 to get 60 wins. You know what I mean? Which is which is isn't reasonable. You know this is a very talented team. Um, although I feel like to, to make any real noise in the playoffs, obviously they're going to need CP. But to stay afloat during the season, I don't think it's going to be as hard as people may think it is, is going to be. Because, again, all they need to do is go 500, and that's going to be a, 60, a fucking 60-win season. That's a great season regardless. So they've given themselves a little cushion. Uh, I just hope that CP is going to be able to come back and, and be full strength because they won't make any noise in the playoffs without CP. 60 wins to get your home, field, home court uh, through the playoffs. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. 
They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Odds to win the Western Conference uh, by DraftKings. They still have the Suns at the favorite at plus 180, followed by Golden State at plus 185. Utah in third, plus 650, and the Grizzlies to round out the top four at plus 1,100. Jack, out of of those four teams, is it anyone but the Suns and Lakers? Do you see the Jazz or the Grizzlies sneaking out of the Western Conference? I see the Warriors. I see the Warriors. (laughs) I see the Warriors. I agree. Uh, With the healthy CP and the healthy Warriors team, who who would you have coming out the West? I know, you the the La- I know you picked the Lakers, but I don't know if they're really going to be able to do what we're hoping they can do. You picked the Warriors coming out of the West? Well, if AD's out, if AD's out for the season, my pick definitely changes. Now, AD's out, I think they said six weeks, which will put him right again at the beginning of the playoffs or maybe a week or two before. But that looked like a bad ankle sprain. Hey, a real bro, bad ankle but sprain. But you know, okay, just say he's back in six weeks. It's going to take him nine weeks to trust it completely. <laughs> You don't have that time in the playoffs. Yeah, boy. Ankles, yeah, ankles are tough, man. I'm going with Warriors, though. Warriors, uh, healthy, healthy Warriors, healthy Suns. I think the Warriors are back. Uh, the young guys are, are blossoming. Draymond's getting his rest. He's going to be ready. Clay is balling. Steph is Steph. Man, let's go. Clay's getting his rest. Draymond's going to be a demon coming back because he'll be gone. When he finally comes back, he'll be gone. It may, was it almost two months, eight weeks? Yep. So he's well-rested. Welcome to my side. Because you, you, you were going against the grain for a while, but we, you know, we, we welcome people at any stage. Yeah, the Lakers hurt. I feel you. I mean, if the Lakers are healthy, but welcome. Okay. Thank Here we you. go. <laughs> Thank you. Next up, one of our favorite segments, fan questions. We get to get a little back and forth with our fans. Um, it's Shaq92. Matt and Stack, if you had a time machine, which all-star game are you going back to in time to see? Also, what strand are you smoking on? Love you guys. Love you guys as shit. Is that Australia? British. Shout out to UK. My bad. It's little. Time Machine going back to an all-star game. Me, I would go back 
to 2001 when I played in the rookie game, and I watched Stephon Marbury, Vince Carter, Trace McGrady, and I forgot who they big was. They brought the East back from being down 20 in D.C., and it was just a, it was a great environment. It was a, just a great experience to see Steph, the two little guys, take over the whole All-Star game. And uh, I would go back to 2000, 2001 and watch that one. Who was and in that I'm, dunk contest? Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead and finish. I don't remember who was in that dunk contest, man. Don't make me lie. Uh, don't make me lie. It was my rookie. <laughs> it was my it was my rookie. Year. I played in the rookie All Star game that year. Okay. Uh, but um, what you smoking on? What I'm smoking? '96 uh, Viola AI pack, a- the Iverson strand '96. Shout out the legend. Shout out Viola. Um, yes, All All Star game time machine. I would go back. I don't know what exact year, but I would go back to the '80s and watch Isaiah Magic Bird, maybe a young Jordan. Uh, I'd want to go back and see. Uh, one of those all-star weekends and i'm smoking on seven leaves blue slush black slush right now nice the black slush is a fool next fan question malaja earl malaja dot earl at malaja dot earl which teammate gave you the best advice off the court and which one gave you the best on-court advice on the court advice chris weber remember early in my career uh I started off playing my first year with the Clips. I wanted to go home and play with Webb. Went with Webb and got traded to uh, Philly and didn't really get a chance to play. And he was, you know, just believe, have, you know, continuing to, for me to believe in myself and, 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 you know, to keep grinding, keep working. And when your shot comes, take it. And uh, that's what happened. Off the court advice. Man, that's, that's a hard to, to really narrow it down because I feel like, you know, obviously our relationship is strong and we're always giving each other advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, have again someone like Chris Weber who's, you know, older than us and him being able to give me advice. You know, I've had a few teammates, brothers um, along this journey that have really kind of helped me on and off the court. What about you? On the court advice, I would say Mike Brown uh, told me, he told me after coming in, he was like, you play defense. You'll have a long career. Don't worry about playing back offense. You got that down. You play defense, you'll have a long career. That was the best uh, on-court advice I've gotten, and I ended up having a long career. Uh, off the court. I told you to start using condoms. You didn't really listen, though. No, I didn't. But I, I, I would have to say my media circle, you, Al, J.O., like yeah. I, I, get, I get great info and, and get great advice. Yeah. Uh, about life and, and different things in life because between all of us, you know, Marquise Daniels, BD, we are, we've all been through, yeah. coming together, we've all through, been through everything. So I rely on my brothers for great advice. Unyuan Heritage, that's not it. You got to get an easier name. Do you think we'll ever get an NBA, WNBA collab for All-Star Weekend? We think guys versus girls in the three-point contest? That would be dope. Thoughts on that, Jack? I think that's a, 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 another good question. <laughs> Well, see, it's, I'm not saying the women couldn't do it, but just but in case. But you're saying the women couldn't do it? No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying they can't do it. I just, I just don't want to have to deal with the aspect of you go three years. Just say, for example, you go three years and men win. Then it's going to start coming out where women are not getting a chance to get these accolades. It's not fair. You know, men. So I just think, you know, we have a WNBA for a reason, right? And we have an NBA for a reason. I don't think we just – we don't need to – you know, we need to support each other, each one of the, the leagues the same, 
But as far as the All-Star Weekends, let the women have their time. Let, let, the stars, let the women's stars shine in their own right. I don't think you need to mix them. I would like to see it. To be honest with you, I would like to see. Uh, to me, the only ones they can, I, I would want to see is the three-point shooting contest and the skills challenge. Um, obviously, I, the dunk contest. There's probably no bullshit. There's probably a girl in the WNBA that could have won the dunk contest this past uh, weekend. But, <laughs> Facts. <laughs> uh, outside of the game, I would I would keep that uh, separate. But I would like to see a three point shooting contest in, the, in a skills challenge contest because I think you know women have to be skilled because they don't necessarily have the athleticism uh, that men have. So you know most of the time these women are are more skilled um, than the men. So shooting in the in the skills challenge I think would be an interesting uh, add. Uh, just you know, not not to make it every week, every year, but to throw it in there, I think would be dope. What ball are you shooting with? No, the women shoot with theirs, the men shoot with theirs. They don't have to be nothing like that. Like do what you're comfortable with. They shoot from their three point line, we shoot from our shit. Don't change nothing up. Just let them battle against us. Yeah, I think yeah. that'd be hard. At Royal Smith P, what are your chances AD stays with the Lakers after this season? Man, you know you normally don't want to feel bad for someone who's making. More money Hondos. than you can imagine. But I feel bad for AD, man. You know, like he just can't, you know, they call him Mr. Glass. You know, and some some injuries are, uh, some injuries you can't avoid. You know what I mean? Like the hyperextends, thumb and fall in your knee, you can't help that. You land in someone's foot and that shit looked like his ankle bone went to the ground. You know, you think in a perfect world, a healthy day, AD and LeBron possibly should or, or would have got more than one championship, but... The way this team is constructed, the really only valuable trade asset right now on this team is Anthony Davis. So, you know, do they ride it to the wheels fall off knowing that LeBron is not even certain to stay? Or do they take this one championship and, and look more towards the future? Because if I'm not mistaken, Bron's up in what? When's his contract there? Up in 24? It's a tough situation because now you also see I mean, we're we, we kind of going outside the realms of the question, but you see that, uh, you know, Clutch Sports is upset with the Lakers uh, for not making moves, but then you don't know who's, who, who made the moves to begin with. Was it, was it Palinka in, in management or was it Braun and his influence uh, to, to construct the team the way it was? So I don't know. It's a mess over there, man. But to answer the question, I feel bad for AD, and will he be here after this season? I have no idea. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard to tell. It's, it's hard to tell right now. Like like you said, Braun fucked all that up when he dropped that statement. You know what I'm saying? They they have no sense of security, and if they want any sense of security, they're gonna have to keep, keep AD, even with him being injured a lot. Uh, I think one thing is you should never have a seven foot guy or any guy that's playing the four spot that's six eleven and up on any team wearing Kobe shoes. I think all the big guys should wear three quarters. They shouldn't be wearing guard shoes because they're up in the air too much. They're blocking shots. They're rebounding. And they're coming down on people's shoes and coming down too much like that. So, you know what I mean? That's just my opinion. I, I, I'm a, I, I couldn't jump, and I wore three quarters, and I didn't sprain my ankles that much. But being a, a guy like Anthony Davis who play above the rim every play, wearing, wearing Kobe's or point guard shoes, I, I think you should try to wear, you know, some three quarters or something. I know Kobe shoes are comfortable. I play in them shit yeah. some time now too. But as a as a, a as a big man, it's kind of uh, I just think that I don't think they should. That's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Uh, wearing those small like I I could I was scared to death to wear shoes like that to to, to wear low time. And I tore my meniscus one time and had a horrible sprained ankle on the same play. 
um, wearing those low cut shoes. So I never even that's a little, you know bigger dudes need more support. I'm not mad at that. Will he be yeah. there next year? We don't know. Uh, good we question. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in this offseason, especially if this team burns out uh, this season. Uncle underscore Gramps, did you guys like the verses with T Mac and AI? If so. Uh, who would you like to see go against each other next? Jack, I actually missed uh, the verses, uh, so hopefully you saw it and you can answer this question. Nope, I missed it too. Um, <laughs> I, but I, you know, I love the idea. I love the I, idea of the verses. I mean, to see highlights, to, to, to give these dudes, pay, give them their flowers, I think it's dope. But yeah, I, I think it. giving them flowers is dope, but for me, I just couldn't sit there and just watch our highlights because I probably have seen all these highlights already a million times. But uh, I know everything about these guys, both of them my brothers. You know what I'm saying? I, I started the jump with T-Mac. AI's been my big brother with, the, you know, all the stuff we got going on. So I know these guys, but um, – But what about I the just, people that don't? What about the fans that may have missed some of the shit might, or for some yeah. of the younger kids? They, that, that's good for them. I, th- I think they did enjoy it. I missed it. Um, I know Shaq was involved, Fat Joe was involved, and Taylor Rooks was involved. So I know it was entertaining. But it was good to see the verses inco- incorporate sports – uh, uh, with that platform. I think it was dope. I missed it, but I would like to see it. I'd like to see Kobe versus MJ. All right, Jack, we have a, a new member to the family, our brother Dylan over at Forgotten Seasons. Um, his show called Forgotten Seasons debuted yesterday um, on the Showtime Basketball Network. Really dope show, man. And, and you know, I think you interviewed with him first, uh, then I interviewed after, and I thought what he was doing was so creative. And him kind of doing himself, him and his brother, were really just grinding, and I loved the show. So we connected some dots and, and brought him in under the umbrella. Um, but really dope show. What do you think about the show? I think the show's dope, man. I think, uh, like I said, what, what he's done and what he's been doing it for a while, you know, he's been sending um, – uh, me stats that I didn't even know I had and, and, and put me and I let me know that I was in categories with some of the top players several years in the league. And uh, it's a lot of players that me and you uh, respected and, and, and played against. He showed you their stats and people today look at this guy like, who is this guy? He was killing. Right. So so I think just just the just the education that he brings and the student of basketball. Um, that he is, is no reason why he don't have his own show because he's not just educating people who don't watch the game or don't study the game or didn't play the game. He's even he's even educating us, so it's big. Yeah. No, I'm excited for him. Like I said, when we were trying to get this deal done, I, I already told him, like, man, you have a great show. You know, just coming over to our side is just going to be the cherry on top, so I'm excited for him. Basically, with Forgotten Seasons, he highlights Forgotten Seasons, you know, just teams that never really won it, really good teams that, you know, had a really good squad and for some reason or another didn't make it. Both Jack and I have, have talked about teams we've been on in the past. Um, the show, this, this recent show, uh, the first episode is with Jabal Crawford. And his 2010 Atlanta Hawks team. And that team has some talent. Obviously, Jamal, Mike Bibby, Joe Smith, Joe Johnson, Al Horford, Marvin Williams, uh, Coach Mike Woodson. I remember that year in particular because we had a nice run in in, in Orlando where we faced you guys in the first round and and, and faced Atlanta in the second round. But that was was a talented team, man. So um, looking forward to a show. Again, welcome to the Showtime family. Yes, sir. Jack, who was one of the best teams you ever faced that didn't end up winning a championship? That's tough. I mean, uh, I would have to say those Portland teams. Mm, yeah, those Portland teams. Nice. You know, the years I was in San Antonio playing against Portland, the years I was in um, 
and uh, Indiana playing against Portland. And, and well, not just yet. Yeah, not my first year. I'm playing with, but San oh, okay. Antonio, San Antonio. Really, those San Antonio years because she left. Uh, when we played together in Atlanta for one game, the Hawks. But uh, those Portland teams. I would say the two teams are your Indiana team, and then my rookie year played against the, uh, that Sacramento team that was in that, that 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 was battling against um, the, Lakers. the Lakers. So yeah. Those two teams are probably the two best teams I played against that didn't win it. Our next guest on All the Smoke is Sabrina Ionescu. It drops this Thursday. Enjoy the teaser. Talk us about your relationship with Steph Curry. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, you know, being a Wanna Creek girl and, and growing up, and Steph is out that way. What's your relationship with him like? I've watched him since I was in when he came into the league, and so... Um, you know, when I was finally like able to meet him and then was in college and, you know, I almost signed with Curry brand because of him and our relationship and being able to, you know, open gym and and go to his games and have that relationship where I can just pick up the phone and call him. You know, he called me right when I got hurt and, Mm -hmm. you know, helped me out because he had ankle injuries early on in his career too. So, um, I mean, what he's doing for the game is something, you know, we might not see many more times Mm-mm. from players. And so it's it's really cool. And I'm just proud of him for the player and for the person that he is. Right. No, he's like the if you can create a superstar like he's the one. You yep. know what I mean? Like he's the one. And, and, and the, to, to be able to handle the pressure and continue to live the right way. I mean, obviously, LeBron did it, too. But Steph's kind of like. The no tattoo, the golden boy type yeah. thing situation, you know what I mean? And he, That's crazy. He got tattoos. Yeah, they just, they're hidden. He does, <laughs> yeah, but they're like yeah, small yeah, and yeah. hidden. Here and yeah, more like right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're small and hidden. Man, yeah. shout out the baby face He assassin. has a baby face. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Baby assassin. Face assassin. Yeah. Jack, closing thoughts. Um, this past weekend, Juwan Howard got to an altercation after the Wisconsin game with head coach Greg Glar- Gard. He called a timeout with 15 seconds. They were already winning. Uh, after, I actually just saw a new video this morning, Jack, that um, the, the the Wisconsin coach came up and grabbed Jawan's right arm. And Jawan said, don't fucking touch me. So if someone comes up and grabs you, I don't give a fuck what they have to say after. I'm not trying to hear it. It turned into him open hand slapping an assistant coach. It went a little back and forth after that um, when you saw that. What was your first thought? I thought I actually thought Jawan shook his hand first without saying anything. And as Jawan kept moving, I think he, he grabbed his arm then and tried to say something to him. Like, hold up, first of all, don't touch me. I'm a grown man. You know you did some bullshit by calling the timeout. But then again, if I shake your hand, that's enough. It's, I'm not obligated to stop and talk to you. So once you grab me, then you had you all that lets me know, off. that lets all me know you ready you ready to slap the you ready to accept the slap to the face. Do not touch <laughs> me at no time, right? And Jawan wasn't wrong. Your assistant coach run up in there playing uh, Debo and trying to be Mister Badass on, on my young players. Pow, you take that too, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how it go, Coach. You started it off with calling a timeout. You know you did some bullshit. That's why you're trying to stop me and talk to me. No, don't do that. You know what you did. Shake my hand. Yeah. Keep it moving. You touch me. Okay, I got to straighten yeah. you out. Then I'm finna straighten your, your sister coach out. Both of y'all go back to the locker room with them handprints and figure out what powder what powder had to tell y'all because that's powder. I'm, now another. I know. I don't know now another. I don't know what that shit say, but it sounds good when you should, when you say it. <laughs> hey, no, I agree. Again, uh, you call a timeout when you're winning. Jawan walks by and says, "I'm gonna remember that," and you grab 
his arm to stop him. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. I said, don't fucking grab me, period. And, you know, in the heat of the game, you just losing the game. You're already kind of, uh, you know, we should have played better. We, You know, we're, we're, um, you're mad at your team. But to call a sucker timeout with 15 seconds left and then to have the audacity to grab me, we I already know what we both would have did. Um, and then again, assistant coach trying to run up like he's, he, you know, he, he's, he's scaring somebody. He's lucky it was an open hand slap and not a right cross. I'm trying um, to say, cause, hey, cause it would have landed right on that eye socket. Bah! Right here. But, you know, this is going to be a black eye for the situation. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? I hope they kind of understand and really see all the different angles to see that that coach grabbed him first. And that was the first the, the cause of the outcome. You know, they always want to look at what happened. Look at why that shit happened. So I hope in this situation they do. Uh, he might get a game or two, but hopefully, you know, some people are talking about him losing his job. Uh, I hope it doesn't go um, that far. Lastly, this just in, hot off the press. By the time it drops, it'll be a day old, but Goran Dragic signs with the Nets. I like that move. Goran was solid in Miami when they made their run, in, uh, you know, a little injured, but can, can uh, Goran help this team? I love it. He can score. He's solid. He's experienced. Uh, he's made his bones in the league. You know what I mean? I, I like it. I mean, just just in case things don't change for Kyrie to play uh, all the way during the playoffs, having Gordon Dragic and Patty Mills, yeah, I like that. Good pickup. Gordon is a solid player, not scared of the moment, been in the biggest moments, um, and definitely will help this team. You can catch what's burning every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. King's Island is now open on weekends. The Celtics and Lakers in the 80s, MJ's Bulls, Shaq and Kobe's Lakers, and South Beach's Big Three. All love and respect for the greatest ever, but these are stories that we already know. What about the almost champions? I think that was the first time that you could see defeat on the Lakers' face. The breakout season. 
to where, like you say, we got to 30 and 40, it was like, we started looking at each other like, it's getting crazy. <laughs> the unsung hero. What a fuck! How did Prince get there? What a fuck! What about the city icon? What ifs? Uh, it was just a missed opportunity. We get up 3-1 on the Houston team. We should close that out. What about the players that changed the game? He was a trendsetter too, though. Gina was a trendsetter. Like, he started the Euro step, all that stuff. He started all that stuff, man. What about the players that for sure should have won the 1996 McDonald's oh, game? Bro, bro, give it up, bro. Give it up. You've been saying it for the last four years. I, I, I know what you're going to say. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm excited again. What's going this, on, my sure. brother? I appreciate you having me on. definitely honored that we own Forgotten Seasons. Only thing I'm plugging is Forgotten Seasons. It brings back memories for, for players, for fans. It sheds a light on teams that definitely should get mentioned a lot more. Forgotten Seasons, presented by Showtime Basketball. What are you waiting for? My name is Travis. I am the founder of Uber. And contrary to what you might have read, I am not a monster. He is bold and uncompromising. Is this legal? <laughs> Grow or die. You need to start listening to the people that helped build this company. The city has been taken! Yeah!